0: Welcome to this week's episode of Are You Happy with Susan and Sonia. Welcome to Are You Happy with Susan and Sonia. How is your week? So my week has actually been really good. I'm in the process of trying to find a job and I have some exciting new prospects and hopefully I will be getting a job very soon. I had a few interviews that went really well. So crossing my fingers for that because I've been unemployed for far too long. So it's been a good week. Let's hope for some positivity in the in the career realm realm of my life it's actually but fun employed I'm, I'm really fun employed i'm having a we've fun been, time we've been having the best time <laughs> honestly what's up with you not a lot happened this week except i had A really interesting day today. I commented on an Instagram story for Sophia Amoruso. That's how you say it, right? Yeah. Yeah. The girl boss. Nasty gal. And she responded to my post today, and it was so freaking cool. And then we invited her on the podcast. I invited her on. Yeah. And And she was really sweet, and she responded, and she's like, I'm too busy, but like, I'm cheering you on. Made our day. Made my fucking day. But not just that. I also have another thing that made my day today. A very special guest has decided to come on, give us some insight into happiness and what she's doing to be happy, stay happy, just life in general with COVID, dating, relationships and career. Yeah, I'd like to introduce you all to my very special friend,
1: Yeah. Hey guys, how's it going?
0: Welcome to the pod.
1: Thanks for having me. It's
0: gonna be the funnest. It really will work. Work. We're excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, Ellie. We go way, way, way back, you know, Hamilton life up in the suburb, family friend. But tell tell everyone else who you are. Who is Yel?
1: So how do I begin? I'm just a girl trying to find a job as well, just like Susan. And I mean, it's tough out here. Corona is real, but luckily, I mean, I've definitely found, you know, ways to make me happy in like the last year, even if, you know, things aren't going amazing. Um, I guess you could describe me as, you know, a fun loving, um, super warm person, says what she's thinking, definitely doesn't hold back, probably annoys people a lot. I'm a Taurus as well so I'm super lazy. I love food.
0: Amen, sister. Amen. Where are you from originally?
1: Dundas. (laughs) 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 And it's not a Dundas Square, let me tell (laughs) you. we're talking the boonies no it's, it's really what uh you know thornhill is to toronto what Dundas is to hamilton right. so you know the suburbs but like close to the boonies so i went to <laughs> i went to school with a lot of the people, true like, boonie experience yeah i mean true. came out of my jewish bubble but
0: so when did you move to toronto oh, and what's that like
1: i think about uh over four years ago now so i think it was july or august um because that's also when i got pandy who's my my little baby cat actually she's not a baby anymore she's obviously over four but yeah no i i love toronto it's just nice being close to my family to be honest um seeing my nieces and nephews all the time Um,
0: i hear you i totally hear you totally on page with that i hear you So how, what kind of um, work are you looking for right now? Like what's your, what did you study or did that, did you, what you studied, is that your job right now?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I studied psychology. I went to the University of Guelph. Um, That's also where me and Sonia's paths kind of crossed. But I realized like soon after that, that I didn't just want to, you know, be in social work or be a psychologist that I, you know, as much as I love working with people and helping people, I also love being in business. So I got into HR um a little bit later. And yeah, so I actually got let go. Um it was a pretty, you know, toxic situation in general. So I was uh the HR coordinator. I was a pretty like well-rounded position. So I was doing everything from, you know, full cycle recruitment, you know, interviewing people, um, terminating people, orientating them, onboarding. Um a lot of administrative shit, employee relations, investigations.
0: How is COVID living alone? How did you find you dealt with that?
1: Yeah. So the first uh, four months, so from March, like that, when COVID actually happened, to end of June, and I was fired. Um, it was brutal because, like, I was like, I loved my job in the sense of like what I was doing, but I kind of hated my boss, and I hated that I didn't have support, and I hated that I was like overworked like i didn't feel valued there so i mean i was feeling really shitty because i couldn't see my parents or my siblings like i hadn't hugged someone in like forever thank god for panda yeah so after i got fired um i was like "Fuck this why the hell am i staying in the city my parents have a cottage so i got a covid test drove up there didn't hug them or kiss them or get close to them until i got the results back but Soon as I got the results back, I like jumped on my mom and kissed my dad and Aww, yeah.
0: So, nice. so were you going into the office? Like, is that why you couldn't see anyone?
1: Yeah, exactly. So especially for HR, like, I mean, I've seen a lot of HR uh, remote positions online, but I mean, when you have people working in a manufacturing set like, setting, like I was working and people are constantly going in as well, like you also need to be there. Um, and like be that support for them, especially being HR. And I was going in uh, mostly, and then it turned into three days a week and then two days at home. Okay.
0: Yeah. I have one question for you. Are you happy?
1: I am happy, actually. Um, I'm finding like um, happiness just within myself. I feel like a lot of the time my happiness depended on like how skinny or fat I felt in the moment. And um, that's definitely been a huge impact for me and like what job I had comparing myself to other people, which we can all relate to. But yeah, like I just feel like everything's supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen. And it's weird like a lot of people say, you know, I, you know, high school was so um such a good time, like I miss high school, like I miss like those times and like I totally don't. Like I was like an insecure girl who didn't know how badass I was and like how I felt about myself based on how other I felt other people viewed me. So that's like the biggest thing for me is just like thinking, you know, who the fuck cares what other people think about you if you know like, that you're the shit. Like, it's it's hard when people are telling you this for the first time, but, like, when it actually resonates with you and you're like, yeah, who the fuck cares what other people mm-hmm. think? They don't fucking know the whole story, first of all. Amen. You know, who cares? Like, they probably suck anyways. So, I mean, finding, like, the biggest thing for me being happy is, like, finding, like, the few people and, like, that get me and, like, know um, – you know, who I am, the heart I have and, um, you know, value me for who I am. I think that a lot of people in my past haven't. And I mean, that's obviously why they're not in my life, but yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is just mm-hmm. like knowing who I am and, and then no one can really fuck with that, you know?
0: Hey, that. fucking men sister. So that's really interesting i think that's like such a journey that people take sometimes a lifetime to figure out you got there already at this age is like that's super inspiring just in terms of what you what steps you took to get there like did you have any resources or like did you read any books or like did you have anyone that was like a mentor to you or like inspiration like how did that journey like play out for you
1: yeah so um as i was saying like i i always kind of knew i wanted like i not that i was spiritual but that i was like super in touch with my feelings and emotions and i was like a lot more sensitive than the people around me and like i then learned after going to like my first real um psychotherapist that like i was not i guess people could say that i'm sensitive but i don't think that i'm sensitive i'm just like reacting to things around me and some people like don't react to like things that i'm just like how are you not reacting? Like, how are you not emotional? How are you not affected? Getting in touch with, you know, the fact that, you know, my feelings are valid. And I think my first psychotherapist was really like the catapult and like, you know, changing my life in the way I thought. But there's another um, moment that I couldn't remember that I decided that I was going to say really amazing things to myself i was actually in lisbon portugal i um, at a hostel and i was like on it like feels so um like picturesque to me when i think about it because i was on one of those like really cute balconies where they're just like little yeah so i went out and i was talking to my friend um from here and she's a psychotherapist actually as well and she was giving me uh, i guess you could say resources or tips um and examples to to use to help but you know it. really really stuck with me. I think I had been hearing it for, you know, months before, just positive affirmations and, you know, saying really amazing stuff to yourself, especially the insecurities that you might have, or maybe that you're constantly telling yourself that are shitty. Because I know for me, like, that was the hugest thing, just the way I talked to myself. And yeah, I was always, like, putting myself down and comparing myself to, like, the person walking in front of me.
0: No, just to cut you off, I was um, listening to a summary of this book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. Have you heard of it? No. It was ex- It's exactly that concept where it's, like, your mentality and, like, what you say to yourself can really impact like it limits you. Oh, a
1: hundred percent. You know,
0: you have these limiting core beliefs that you believe from whether it's from a young age or something that got ingrained in you. And then that becomes your limitation until you can remove that. And then you can <laughs> overcome it all. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the the Superman pose? Like yeah. this? Yeah. Has anyone? Yeah. Has, has anyone, anyone done before? that? Yeah, when you like before uh, before like a presentation or something or you, an like, interview or something yes. serious where you have to be confident. Have mm-hmm. you done that? I did it once and it worked. Did and it? I did a really good job presenting. Yes. Aww. That's awesome. I've, never, I've honestly never done it before, but I had a mentor like who taught me to do that and she made me do it in front of her. So then I had to do it and it worked. And you, how did you feel after that? I was like a little sheepish and embarrassed. And then I was like, Okay, I'm just doing it and it was good.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. You crazy. just like fake it, honestly.
0: Fake yeah it you make That's it, what I'm learning
1: secret, yeah. Like even like before an in job interview, before a day, you know, before anything that I'm nervous about. Like I'll even just put on a five minute YouTube um self love mm-hmm. meditation and just do it in my car and close my eyes or just in the car while I'm driving just listening to the words and like remembering like that you're a badass and that like everything that you have is inside you pretty much and i think you know owning that and not feeling that you know anxiety and insecurity when you see people is like the way you can truly be yourself you know i i remember myself being so withdrawn and you know, just so like nervous to be myself. And then I would like say weird shit, you know, Mm -hmm. like
0: (laughs) I'm still struggling. I'm on that path right now. Yeah, Honestly, like every interview that I've gotten in the last, however long, maybe six months, I've botched it because I'm like so nervous and so insecure. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can't. And it's the limiting belief. You just got to say, I can't say you can, you got to stop saying you can't got
1: it. Yeah, you got to walk in like I'm badass. These people, I keep using that word. But These people true. need me more than I need true. them. Yeah. But um there's this quote by like what, what is his name? I don't even know who the fuck he is. His name is Ricky Gervais. I just know that this quote. Oh, I, know, I know. He did the Oscars. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did
0: the Oscars. He did a really good job. <laughs> is he he a like, destroyed it. Yeah, huh? he's a comedian, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's in oh. the office.
1: Yeah, he's on yeah. The UK British, yeah, right? British
0: guy. What he say? Yeah, British
1: so he has a quote that says do you have a right or he's what the fuck does he say it's something about being offended and he's like just because oh just because you're offended doesn't mean it's right doesn't mean you're right
0: (laughs) yeah we're gonna double check for you we're gonna we're gonna fact check i
1: think i
0: know what you're talking about I'm going to get it for you, don't worry. So put
1: the one offended, offended.
0: Just because you're offended doesn't mean I care. <laughs> no, definitely not that one. <laughs> oh, he has a lot of quotes, who knew? A fucking inspirational <laughs> yeah. speaker. It was about offended for sure, because I have, when someone says you've changed, it usually just means you've stopped living your life their way. It's a, it's, oh, on being offended, yo, offended fully. Okay. Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one, say, got it pretty close. Just because
0: you're offended doesn't mean you're right. I don't get it. I don't get it either.
1: (laughs) So with Corona, like some people are like really intense about Corona and like other people are like cautious, but like not as like crazy and other people are like crazy and also hypocrites. So (laughs) I've been okay. So I have a friend who, um, like will come over here, but her parents don't allow her to like have me or I'm not allowed to go over there. So, um, I was just like, I got like annoyed. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's fucking weird. It makes no sense. And then I was like, why am I offended? Like, why do I care? like so it makes you like question like just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right like it makes you question why you're offended and it also like attack like it tackles and kind of like it makes you like introspect like why do I feel this way like is this my ego you know is it because I don't feel welcome like what is the reason and it kind of like makes you call yourself out it helps
0: you step out of your own emotions and put things into perspective let's say there was a bucket for like family friendship career like these different you know Self-love. areas of your life like what do you think needs to be filled in order for you to achieve happiness
1: um yeah the biggest thing for me has been just like owning myself and yeah that's really backing myself owning myself like you know knowing how much i have to give has been like the biggest thing and like i i feel like self-love is like thrown out so often these days like self-love the self-love that but,
0: buzzword overused buzzword yeah I totally agree with it though that is also my key. everybody
1: needs self-love honey you know we so, all do so and that's the biggest thing but the other thing has also been like Because I kind of grew up like really emotional, really sensitive, feeling like my family didn't really get me, you know, having like really good conversations with my family where, you know, they see where I was coming from in like traumatic instances or have like an, like we just have an understanding that, you know, we get each other and, and support each other is the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, myself, family, and I mean, friends are great. Like, I feel like the biggest thing is just like backing myself, like, like to be happy. I mean, we're always going to have people, you know, like we're going to lose people that, you know, don't fit our, you know, what we're going through or, you know, just don't grow with us. And obviously the people that are in our lives, like, you know, value us and, you know, yeah, for sure. You know, have the same values as well. So yeah, I think like when you also, you back yourself, you like meet people that are more aligned with you and
0: and i think like no matter what it's like if you have your own back n- anyone that comes into your life you can don't need them own. you like can hold your own and as long as you have you like you'll be good because exactly. like you're at the end of the day like you... that's important because i find that i get so codependent mm-hmm. on people right. so yeah that kind to of be stuff. able to just have stability in my life to be able to like walk away from people that are toxic, you know, disassociate from people that actually don't have my best interests at heart. Mm That's huge. You're the cake, everyone else is the icing. Exactly. <laughs> Susan snaps. That's true. Especially for dating, right? Like dating, oh especially. My God. so hard oh, to fall into like so many traps with that shit. Yeah. So
1: many. Like talking to a guy having like the most amazing conversation for like three hours one night and then the next morning they're kinda like not there. Mm-hmm. And yes. like not taking that shit personally. Totally. And just being like, whatever, like they don't fucking know me, right? But moving right.
0: on. Yeah. Not
1: having that shit affect exactly. you as much. Because, like, ghost just will be ghosting, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> hundred percent. But it's so hard. It's fucking hard as shit.
1: Easier said than done, but I think daily and constant, like, effort was, like, the biggest thing for me. Just telling myself mm-hmm. that, like, I'm beautiful and worthy at any size, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, those are my biggest... Like those are what I, that's what I struggle with most. You know, some people might have issues with, you know, friends and, you know, feeling rejected and stuff like that. But um, those are the affirmations that, you know, impact me the most. So
0: totally. It's funny you say that because I actually did ayahuasca once. Just saying if anyone wants to do it, I highly recommend. It's fucking enlightening as hell. It was really cool. (laughs) A common message that I was hearing in my, like it was just in the background, like an echo. It was just like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like throughout my entire journey on ayahuasca was it doesn't matter. And it was literally just like, none of it matters. Uh None of it fucking matters. It doesn't matter what material things you have. It doesn't matter what like this you have, what all of this what people say, like, none of it matters as long as you know who you are. Mm -hmm. And then I was also like, don't lie to your mom. But then I (laughs) I literally, she called me and I was like, I'm on a yoga retreat. totally none of it fucking matters and once you really set that in stone and realize that who cares then you're destined for happiness free yeah freedom for sure that's
1: (laughs) That's hilarious do you
0: think that happiness is created or is it found or maybe a bit of both
1: definitely Mm created so i'm guessing you're gonna ask why
0: (laughs) you can elaborate you can can definitely elaborate
1: (laughs) I guess for me in my journey I found myself like people say like oh I'm looking for my other half like that's bullshit to me I am full and complete within myself definitely creative <laughs>
0: think when you're younger yeah. you think that like you just are going to find happiness or just happiness is something that's very easy to come by all the time and I think the older you get and the more hardships you go through and the struggles you go through it kind of teaches you that like you have to be in charge of making yourself happy it's not just gonna like appear out of nowhere where you're gonna be like hey you're going to Disneyland for the rest of your life it's like no you gotta yeah. you gotta work Rainbows and what'd you say? <laughs> Jumping on a trampoline. Jumping on trampolines and eating ice cream every day. Yeah.
1: You gotta suck it up. Like life kinda sucks sometimes, but Oh my love. god. Of the
0: time. <laughs> okay. If you had to describe happiness as a color, what color would it would it Probably be?
1: Probably pink. Yeah. That's my fave color.
0: That is my favorite color too. Is <laughs> it? Purple and pink. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Purple, but purple well. is actually like the best. And then pink. Black's
1: like my true favorite color.
0: <laughs> <But> <laughs> does that bring happiness?
1: I mean, it brings a slim and the figure. <laughs> <laughs> true. Sick. No, I'm just joking. But pink for sure. I mean, like, if I'm going to get, like, cute accent clutch or something like that, like, probably going to be hot pink if it's not
0: black. <laughs> and that will make you happy.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: Can you tell me about a time when you were truly the happiest?
1: I feel like it would be now. Like, I feel like I've only gotten happier. Yes.
0: Love that. That's amazing. Because,
1: like, I could think back to, you know, I've really struggled with my weight from when I was really young. So I've lost weight and gained weight um and I was really thin like my leanest like and a lot of people could say like I looked the best and like my I was like my ideal standard of beauty like what the fuck is that anyways but I wasn't happy at all like I remember being with an ex and like crying and just being so upset about my body and I was like it was like a big four and a small six like why are you crying about it and I was I was always like a thicker girl so like that was an amazing thing for me but I, like, wasn't truly happy within myself. So it was, like, always, like, wanting more and not happy with what I had. And, like, I just feel like I, like, now I'm so much happier. And that's not the main thing. Like, appearance isn't the main thing, which, like, we all struggle with. See, We struggle with, but we also, that's all we see. For like, sure. we don't see people's Instagram hearts online. Do you know what I mean? Like, we see they're, like,
0: Mm -hmm. hot
1: ass, like, or whatever.
0: Yeah. I had a very similar experience to you, which is actually interesting that you're bringing that up. Probably during the worst period of my life, I... Decided to dye my hair super blonde and I got the most attention. And guys were just looking at me, and like I thought that that would make me feel better. And it actually made me feel worse. I was like, I feel like shit inside. All this attention and all whatever, like physical means nothing. Like I actually don't care about this. And it made me like, make me, it made me even more depressed. So I was like, (laughs) wow, you know, and I just it's interesting that you're saying that because it's like your physical isn't tied to your your interior happy like your inner happiness it never will be yeah no
1: totally and everyone
0: thinks it will
1: i know like i literally always thought like when i'm this size like i'll be happy when i'm this size my dad will love me more like that's fucking not true i dealt with my dad obviously but like um
0: No, it's a serious struggle. Do you find that social media really affects your happiness? Does it play a role in keeping you happy or making you more upset?
1: For me, it's kept me like really happy just because I follow and I follow people who, you know, look more like me, who are thicker. Honestly, if someone like mentions a tea cleanse or whatever, like fucking unfollow. Like I'm Not here for it, like. (laughs) Hundred (laughs)
0: percent. Fuck that shitting tea. Fuck it. It just makes you have diarrhea all day the next. Take
1: a fucking laxative. I'm not really.
0: You You are hundred percent tried it, Sonia. You did try it. Sonia got sold. (laughs) I bought the fucking fit tummy tea and let me tell you let me tell you there's no fit tummy
1: honestly just eat sugar-free gummy bears you will shit all night oh my god I love
0: those smart sweets no
1: but smart sweets don't use sugar alcohols
0: they do just a small
1: amount but it doesn't make you like it doesn't affect your tummy I've eaten like three bags before
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but so that's good. That's really important. Mm-hmm. You have to, yeah. it's hard to not get lost in social media because there's yeah. so honestly, much shit totally. out there. And most of it is fake. I think about 99% of it is fake. It's just either sponsored ads of people selling you shit that they actually don't even use. Fake shit. And then people that are literally just fake. You know, they're fake life, they're fake friends, they're fake boyfriend, and it's all just for that <laughs> one photo to show the world, like, hey, guys, I'm happy. That's all it is, really. That's all it is. It's a fucking, it's just to show people, like, hey, I'm here, and guess what? I'm fucking happy. (laughs) Because it's sad. It's really sad, and it's just, like, corrupting the youth. Like, I can't imagine growing up with that. I would probably be so insecure if I grew up with that as a child. Like, I don't know how they do that. Yes,
1: I know. And, like, if I, like, grew up Having an eating disorder, like, I can't even imagine how it will be for like my nieces and nephews. Like, honestly, it's really crazy. And honestly, that's like what you were saying about Instagram. Like, that's why I stopped posting because it felt like
0: orchestrated and so much
1: pressure. Like, I think honestly, what Instagram did about taking off, like, that you could see people's likes was like the best thing that they could have done for like those kids, but like, they could do a lot more, but like just like not comparing like every single life i'm sure there are girls that like will like go and count so but. true
0: <laughs> i honestly i fall victim into that where i'd post something and i found that no one liked it and i would just delete it because i was like ashamed sure.
1: totally. total
0: shame over not having like, enough like so who cares? cares yeah who fucking
1: cares totally like
0: who fucking cares but there's so much yeah. shame it's nothing totally. but there's so much shame and you literally are just <laughs> Constantly checking your phone to make sure that people are liking, people are watching, yeah. people are this, people are that. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Nobody. I literally, the amount of posts I see, I literally don't even remember them the next fucking five minutes. I see so many things. And it just. And if someone cares, then they're like paying way too much attention to your social media. Like, and to your life. Right?
1: Like yeah. they're not the people that like we want. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> <under laughs> fucking totally. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> a bubble. Get out of here. It's all about the bubs.
0: <laughs> so if you had a key that would open your door to happiness, what would it say on that key?
1: I think it would say security. So security in myself, security in my career, security in like my family and friends who love me um so just like security and like safety it's
0: actually interesting that you're talking about safety and security because one of the questions that we asked another podcast guest was what makes you happier freedom or that comfort feeling so if you had to choose between feeling free and feeling comfort what would you choose
1: i feel like when you feel free then you can also feel comfort Mm. because like you're free to feel everything
0: oh that's interesting interesting. (laughs) wow (laughs) very enlightening ever thought of it no that's interesting that's an interesting way to look at it but what do you mean when you mean security like financial security emotional security
1: oh so Well, I mean, yeah, I guess in every sense of the word, like financial security is definitely a big thing. Like it's definitely, you know, anxiety provoking to feel like you can't pay your mortgage for the month or whatever the, the case may be. But yeah, for me, it's like security in myself. Like we were talking about like backing yourself. Yeah, just security in every aspect in my life. I think that's a big, a big thing for me. But that's the word that came to mind.
0: It's a good word. That's a very good word mine was journey that was mine mine. self-awareness no no presence presence susan's was presence mine was journey because i feel like that's what life is it's like a fucking journey constant (laughs) roller coaster up and down every day every day
1: Mm, totally we're on a constant journey figuring shit out more down for sure no
0: but you're you're picking up you're picking up in a that's what I
1: love to hear. <laughs> well, you need to have the downs, right? Amen. To like have the ups. Totally.
0: Okay. You're on the same Like, What was your ideal percentage of happiness on a day to day basis? Like, what would you say would be the most ideal? 100%, obviously, but.
1: Yeah. Yeah. On average, I think like 80% would be ideal. And like, even on a day where like you feel 100% happy, like there's probably still going to be shit that comes up. Like, your key fob's going to die or like something like fucking mm-hmm. so annoying.
0: <laughs> totally Totally, yeah are you really into horoscopes are you huge on that
1: i got more into it through my sister who's really into it and is like finds out what is she she's a scorpio and we're like each other's opposites but like we're kind of like a puzzle piece that fits together so like we're everything the other person isn't so yeah we're really polar opposite but i find i just find that like i connect with certain signs better than others
0: actually so
1: i just find like i date the certain signs, like certain Mm -hmm. signs and just like connect with certain signs like i don't know if it's that accurate for girls i find that it's more accurate for guys so i find that i have more romantic relationships with cancers scorpios or maybe not have been scorpios cancers virgos cancers and virgos mostly
0: the only two long-term relationships i've had have been with sagittarius oh really yeah wow did you know that I, I didn't do it on purpose. It just happened. Wow. Maybe they that's your thing. December. And I've December. never,
1: like, had dated any Sag. Like, wow. I I know my
0: radar. Yeah, crazy. I know. You know who's a Sag? My sister.
1: But it's different. Females and males are different.
0: hundred percent. I've always found that... What are you, a Gemini? I'm a Gemini, but I always find that I end up seeing people that are Gemini's, and it never works out. Obviously, like it just—it's so much fire, but there's also <laughs> it's so it's fucked up, <laughs> too much. But it's also like so good, you know, because it's like you're you're you have yourself, but it's so fucked up because it's like you, you're like ah, <laughs> and it never works out. Gemini's not fire sign.
1: I'm dating a Gemini I, I thought, right, right now. Not a
0: fire sign, but it, they're you're like just, fucking wild, right? I find. Generally. And I, myself, I felt like I've been kind of wild, so back in my yeah. heyday, no, back I, could, in my definitely i a wild definitely side. simmered yeah, down. Yeah, you simmered down. <laughs> so, wait, what was your horoscope? I feel like I... Taurus, Taurus. yeah. Taurus. So... What is that? Do you know anything about that? Grounded.
1: Earth, visible, yeah. Visible. Do um, you relate to it? I think, yeah, I relate to it. I guess I, I guess I don't know as much about my own sign rather than how my sign works with other signs. How
0: do you work with Aquariuses? So
1: actually, I have a best friend who's an Aquarius, but she's like the only Aquarius that I have in my life. Like I've never dated an Aquarius or... Yeah, anything like that. Um, and then, yes, yeah, Sony is a Gemini. And I've dated a Gemini that didn't work out with, but like, I, you're not the typical Gemini. Like, you're not like, gotta go, got it. <laughs>
0: That's so nice is. to hear. i kind of like that. I'm kind of like it, but I'm also. I feel like I've simmered down. When I was younger, I was very like <laughs> fucked up. I can admit it. I can admit it.
1: Oh yeah. I well, I knew you like from afar when we were younger. I was like, that's that like pretty crazy girl. Yeah,
0: crazy girl. It's a wild. Wow. Cat. I wish I knew then. I was back a then. crazy wild. You girl didn't girl. know
1: Sony back then. No. So, yeah. Wild. You didn't know her when she had a pig.
0: (laughs) Well,
1: that's another episode.
0: Another day. Do you know your love language? Yeah,
1: definitely. I like I was saying before, like during Corona when I couldn't like touch anyone or hug anyone, like that was a struggle. Definitely physical touch and Mm -hmm. words of affirmation. Two good ones. I would say. Backwards and forwards.
0: Do you find that your relationships have actually understood your love language or have they all just been very not comprehending
1: i haven't gotten into a relationship in the last four years because the guy that i broke up with was not even like he was a cancer so like we're good together on human level but like he was like cold I'm like super affectionate he like I would like hug and kiss him in the grocery store and he'd be like oh my god like fuck off Mm -hmm. yeah so I think like I know exactly what I need like I need someone who's you know gonna reassure me if I'm insecure about something like obviously that's that comes from within me first and foremost but like That's true. I don't know, even basic things. I remember my, la- my ex who I was just talking about, who's, like, super cold. We were dating for, like, three months, and, like, he never said I was, like, cute or pretty or anything. Like, gotta give a bitch a compliment. Like... <laughs> So I don't know, just like certain things are like, you don't have to work for it. Like, why do I have to tell you to give me a compliment? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you feel it, feel it. Like, say how you feel. And like, I need to be with someone who's like open and communicative and like affectionate and um, determined. And I think I definitely know what I want. And that's why it's like been hard to find someone.
0: Do you want someone that's as sensitive as you are? They
1: don't have to be as sensitive as me, but they have to have empathy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they have to like get it, like get where I'm coming from and like get that like, you know, childhood traumas or experiences experiences. experiences affected how I feel now and like that it's not that simple sometimes and that it's going to take work and like who gets me on a deeper level like I swear to god I felt like my ex like never like saw my heart or like really saw me for who I was and I've been with people who like treated me like a queen and like Mm -hmm. like, knew how amazing I was so yeah (laughs) literally so
0: now we are actually heading into our lightning question Round. Lightning round.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> what makes you happier? A person who cooks for you or a person who listens? Person who listens. What makes you happier? A successful career or a successful relationship?
1: Successful yes. relationship. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. What about <laughs> the suburb lifestyle or the city mm, lifestyle?
1: Guess city. The
0: boonies. The boonies. boonies. <laughs>
1: yeah. No city.
0: Unlimited time off or finding your calling or purpose? Finding your calling. For purpose, okay. With unlimited time off. (laughs)
1: Amen. (laughs) Junk
0: food or exercise? What
1: the fuck?
0: (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) The reason that we put that in is because you know how you get like happy hormones, like endorphins, when you exercise. So it's like that. What makes you happier, chocolate or like running?
1: Oh, oh, exercise. Junk food makes me feel really gross and (laughs) exercise actually yeah it makes me feel like amazing
0: i actually love junk food candy (laughs) the endorphins baby it's it's hot yeah hot as hell (laughs) what makes you happier junk food or wine wine sunrise or sunset
1: oh sunset for sure
0: the end of the day cap it off yeah
1: with with some wine or some vods
0: yes <laughs> At the cottage. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what makes you happier? Date night or girls' night?
1: Probably girls night. Girls yeah. night. Yeah. Just need some sex and food and we good. <laughs> <Guilty>. <laughs>
0: Rom-coms or comedies?
1: Rom-coms. Oh my God, I'm all about that yeah, cheesy. Shit.
0: What's your favorite rom-com?
1: Oh, that's so hard. Um, I love Overboard though. So
0: good. you the were o- just talking the, about the it. The original on, or like the new one? I'm
1: obsessed. Oh my God, that shoe closet that he builds her, like cranking that. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Hey, are we talking about the original? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Love that movie. I couldn't get
1: through the second one. Though. It was
0: bad, With but I endured it. But yeah, I love Anna Faris. She sucks.
1: No, I love her. She's, She's funny. so,
0: like, ditzy.
1: She's, like, trashy She's funny. funny. I can't explain like it. Like, scary movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fall or summer.
1: Like, I love it as well, but after summer.
0: Summer still, I'm all about the fall. Cover and up the leaves. chase. <laughs> and it's beautiful.
1: Like, I love it as well, but like, summer's always first.
0: Summer's number one. Got it. Okay. Fame or accomplishment?
1: Accomplishment.
0: Really? I want to be famous. Oh my <laughs>
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be famous and you want lots of presents. Lots of presents.
0: <laughs> I can climb all of
1: those. <laughs> those <things> vanity. Like. <laughs> vanity at its I'm so finest. Vain. <laughs> what makes you I'm happy? So vain. <laughs> Having the most money and presents. So Fame. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What makes you happier, an adventure vacation or a relaxing vacation?
1: Probably relaxing. Yeah, I told you I'm lazy and I <laughs> like to eat. Like the
0: the boxes, get the grapes. The grapes. Cozy night in or wild night out?
1: Cozy night in, but like I do like to go up once, <laughs> so. yeah, once every two years.
0: <laughs> Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Vanilla, yes. Like
1: just for classic birthday cake. Mm-hmm
0: what about ice cream yeah definitely
1: a vanilla base like pralines and cream all that good shit yeah
0: yeah. yeah what makes you happier singing or dancing
1: dancing gotta get out let out those endorphins while shaking that booty Great
0: show break it down
1: <laughs> top it okay.
0: wow that was such a good lightning round
1: yeah it was really good we had to stop it
0: calling was, <laughs> we had to stop calling it a lightning round and call it like minutes. the molasses round <laughs> <laughs> watch that we're at the end of our show and we would love for you to plug anything you're doing anything you're working on your instagram how people can find you you can follow me at
1: if looks dot could kill on instagram
0: Ooh, i love that are you still doing unique absolutely not but i did order the box wanted a good deal yeah an mlm i'm sorry to say i'm sorry to say
1: but at the same time like it's not verb oh the one that you got you interested in got sport drink bullshit (laughs) like you actually yeah not sport drinks (laughs) yeah oh my god yeah you remember you put money into this but like you actually get makeup you know like it's not Yeah, like eight hundred dollars for I do it, <laughs> Fucking idiot! How dumb were we? Fuck off, Sonya. Yeah, obviously she didn't do it, and she's laughing her head off. Like, <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> My dad was like, "What kind of bullshit are you doing? <laughs> A bunch of garbage." <laughs> Oh, I had a
0: question I wanted to ask you. So I personally, I come from, I'm a first generation Canadian. And I find that when I talk to my parents who are actually immigrants, when I talk to them about feeling sad or depression or anxiety or anything that I'm feeling that They kind of minimize it and tell me that i have no right to be sad because i didn't experience what they experienced and i have no reason to feel depressed because my life is so perfect you know how dare i be depressed and kind of putting me down for feeling this way and you are actually your parents are both immigrants yeah and i was actually wondering and a lot older and older yeah so they have that mentality the generational thing do you find that happens in your family and how do you cope with that yeah
1: i mean growing up it was your way like overly sensitive i would like every time they brought up my weight like i would run upstairs and cry yeah they didn't really get it like they didn't get like why i'd be so emotional i'd be so sensitive um but as i've gotten older and like as i've gotten in touch with myself and and you know went to see a psychotherapist and realized like my feelings are totally valid and like I feel things the way I'm supposed to feel them. And they obviously aren't as in touch with their feelings. I've talked to them, had many, many talks with them, like to get this through their head and to like get it a bit more. So I feel like it's like so hard for, you know, that child who's trying to like make changes in their family and like be that, you know, changing, like generational curses, like they say. But I think, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like I've sat them down so many times talking about my feelings, how they've impacted me. And given like when they've said something, I've used that as an example to be like, that's fucked. How do you you think like a child would feel like when they hear something like that or especially growing up, like obviously when you're, when you're hearing that at a young age, you also feel like, you know, your feelings are crazy, like they're not valid. And you feel like something's wrong with you, obviously. And it makes you feel even shittier when you don't have the support from your parents. So yeah, trying to make that change in my family. And obviously like knowing that that's not going to happen with my kids is, is, you know, something that makes me happier for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's so deep. I'm so proud of you so inspiring. Thank you so much, Yael. We are so happy to have you on. You really shared some great insight into happiness and how to be happy and self-love and the importance of loving yourself. You know, it's super important and we love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so
1: much for having me. I feel like I talked my head off and like didn't even let you guys jump in. I loved it.
0: it. It was perfect. Yes. Yeah. We're interviewing you. Right. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to Are You Happy? Find us on Instagram at Are You Happy Pod. And also if you would like to be interviewed for the podcast, we have an email set up. You can find us at are you happy pod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on and we'd love to get to know you. So thank you and bye. 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 Thanks for having me.